Hey yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. Today I'm talking about how to scale to consistent 10k months and how it's possible for you. Perhaps just close your eyes for a moment and just take a minute to connect to how that would feel for you. Connect to who you need to be to be able to generate 10K months in your business. Like how are you acting in your business and what are the decisions that you're making in your business? And we're gonna talk about this more today. And perhaps, you know, just the mention of 10K months might make you feel a little uneasy. Maybe it's a little triggering or maybe you have no desire whatsoever to get to 10K months and that's okay too. Although I imagine that most of you listening to this right now are intrigued and perhaps do feel the possibility that 10K months could be a reality for you. Um, Maybe you're even there already and now you're just looking for that consistency. And the thing is, it is about your self-belief, really. It's about you believing, even if that's not where you are right now, it's about you believing that it is possible for you in the future. And wherever you are right now, you know, it's part of your journey. You know, this is the journey that you're on. Like none of our journeys here today, none of our journeys are the same. Like some of you might have, you know, an hour a day to work on your business and, Some of you might be working 12 hours a day on your business. And I can tell you right now that I haven't grown my business to where it is right now, where it is today, working just one hour a day. Like if, if it would have been a much slower journey if I had just had one hour a day. So, you know, we all have our own levels of commitment and dedication and our own capacity when it comes to the time that we have available to us, you know, and other responsibilities like having a family or childcare or maybe a full-time job. We're all at different stages, yeah? But where we are now is where we are today, okay? And of course, ahead of us is the future. You know, where do we want to be in the future? And so, you know, right now, if you're generating 1K, 2K, 3, maybe 5K, it's like, where am I right now? And where do I want to be in the future? And taking that increment, you know, taking the steps that you need to take to get to that next stage. Okay, so it's where we are now, where we want to be in the future. And what you're doing now at 1K a month is going to be different to what you're going to be doing at 2 and 3K a month. So, you know, building a business and scaling it 
up to 10k a month is no mean feat you know there are a lot of moving pieces and we always try to complicate things don't we but actually it's all about the mindset and the strategy you know i say this every single week mindset and strategy that you need to focus on and as i said you know the problem is that it is it differs from one stage to another and remember the saying that what got you here won't get you there what got you here won't get you there so if you are not earning 10k a month from your online yoga business let's say you're earning 5k then you're not going to be worried about things like creating evergreen funnels or you know having lots of cool automations and tools that you can use and you know, if you haven't scaled yet, you're likely still growing your community. So your focus is, is on that, isn't it? Your focus is on growing a community and being really relevant, really relevant. So how do you do that? How do you ensure that you are really relevant to your people? So how do you do that? How do you ensure that your message is for a specific person and is really relevant to someone? You niche. Okay, you narrow in and focus, and you narrow in and focus on your message for, for a specific type of person. Yeah, you narrow in your focus and your message on a specific type of person. One of the students that I'm mentoring one-to-one, -one, we had a call yesterday, and she's now decided to narrow in on women with high blood pressure. Okay, so she actually has high blood pressure herself and yoga's really helped her and she's actually reduced her medication because of her yoga practices. So now she's in a really good place to be able to support other women who also have high blood pressure. So that is how you become really relevant. Okay, that's how you become relevant. You need to connect with your audience and really understand them and try to be the most relevant option for them. And so, you know, to become really relevant, you need to get intimate with your people, yeah? You need to listen to them, find out what they need, do the surveys, make the calls, find out what you could actually help them with. Get to know them personally, yeah? You have to get this bit right in order to be able to scale. So, you know, if you've been at this level in your business for some time and you feel like you've kind of hit a glass ceiling and nothing you're doing is moving the needle and you've got a community, you know, maybe it's slowly growing, maybe you've got, you know, you've got some online classes and they're well, well attended, but you're just feeling kind of stuck. Anyone feeling like this? Start to ask yourself those questions. Have I niched down? Am I being really relevant? Yeah, do I understand what people really want so that I can, you know, further develop my offerings so that it's not just a Zoom class that I'm offering, you know, so that I can further develop memberships and workshops and programs that move you beyond the Zoom class and that Zoom class schedule. And that doesn't happen unless you are being relevant. Yeah, there has to be some intimacy in this in this relationship where you understand what people need. So, you know, maybe, you know, you have 
like a 30 strong yogi community. Like they're the peeps that were coming to your classes before lockdown. And now they're coming to your online classes and they show up every week, they're loyal. And you're afraid to put them off because they're happy with the classes that you offer. So you're afraid that if you start doing something new, yeah, probably something that you're actually quite passionate about and that would actually light up your soul. If you start speaking more specifically to a more niche audience that they're perhaps not a part of, that you're going to lose them. What we have to understand is, you know, online, now that we are all online, okay, it gives us a huge opportunity to reach more people. And so you have to make a decision, like if you feel like you're afraid to put your existing audience off, let's say, you have to make a decision. You know, do you want to take up that opportunity and niche and focus your message or do you want to continue to do keep doing what you're doing? And, you know, it's always your decision, guys. Yeah, lots of you. I hear this a lot. I hear this a lot. So... You know, and you might find that actually what you think they want isn't quite what you think, if that makes sense. And as you start to expand, some of them will come with you. So, you know, we have to get over that fear. We have to get over that fear. There are enough yoga teachers around us. And as you start to expand and grow, you know, maybe some of those students will fall away but I'm sure another yoga teacher will be able to support them. And that's okay, because you are growing into, you know, you're growing into what you are and who you are and following your path and following your path and doing the things that are gonna light you up, yeah? So it's always your decision, yeah? That decision requires an action or a number of actions, yeah? To come into fruition with your plans. So. I'm just going to go back like to what I was saying before and you know I think um, when you're just starting out when you're just starting out when your community is fairly small you know focus on growing and being relevant get your foundations in place yeah make sure your website is really clear who you teach the teacher I was working with yesterday she's going to change her website from being you know about general yoga to making it really clear that she now supports women with high blood pressure. You have three seconds to grab someone's attention when they land on your website. Make sure you make the most of that and you tell your people who you are for, who you are supporting. And people have a problem, don't they? They have a problem, they're looking for a solution. So make sure you're really speaking to that by being relevant. Focus on creating your niche specific content, you know, commit to creating content. You know, I, f I know that the more consistent you are, the better your content's gonna get. Um, so, you know, maybe you need to find that extra bit of courage, but just share it consistently, not just once. People won't see it if it's just once. And just focus on being visible, guys, and showing up. Like, even if no one's watching right now, it's okay. You know, in the beginning, there's no one watching. It was the same for me, yeah? But if I didn't do that anyway, if I didn't keep doing it anyway, I wouldn't now have that extensive back catalogue of video content that you guys can enjoy. You know, you can get to that point if you're being consistent. 
focus on growing your email list, you know, having that niche freebie so that your people can really find you and you attract the right people. Now, as you start to grow and gain feedback, experiment, you can make offers, you can validate those offers. So these are all the things that you need to be doing, you know, when you are growing, when you're growing, maybe you're at 1K, 2K, 3K, up to five, growing from five towards 10, it starts to be a little bit of a different story. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But when you are growing, ignore everything else, like ignore all the shiny tactics and, and new tools. Focus on delivering great service and really listening to your students, connecting with them, yeah? Connecting with them and being truly relevant. Focus on the next 90 days. What are you gonna do in the next 90 days with your content, with the surveys you're doing to gain feedback? How are you listening to people, yeah? Focus on that so that you can start to create enough momentum to you know, get towards your longer term views and planning more towards how you're gonna make impact in your business. So really just dial in on all of that. Dial in on being super relevant, yeah? To be that big fish in the small pond. You've heard me talk about that before. Because when you get to that point, when you start to become the big fish in the small pond because you're being really relevant, it is much easier to scale your business after that. Yeah, it's much, much easier to scale your business. If that's where you are right now, those are the things that you need to be focusing on. But know that when you do focus on it, it's possible for you to scale from there because you've built a solid foundation in your business. You wanna think of it like the root chakra of your business. We need strong roots to be able to build on, okay? You have to get that foundation right. Like you can't skip it. It doesn't work if you try to, if you skip it, it doesn't work. You can't scale. You won't be able to scale if you skip it. So when you've done all that work and you've got it all dialed in, you know, remember it's not an overnight job. You know, it's not an overnight job. Of course it's not. But what comes from it is going to be real clarity and confidence. Yeah, it's going to be you feeling 100% certain on who you um, support, on who you are the teacher for and how you help them. And confidence to really show up and be visible and talk about what it is that you offer because you're 100% sold on your offering because you've done all that work to validate it and you know what your people want, yeah? So different experience when you get to that point, totally different experience when you get to that point. And it's at that point in the journey that you can start to create signature programs, yeah? That you can start to create signature programs. And maybe, you know, earlier on in your journey, you've been experimenting with the idea of your, your signature program or your online course by working with people one-to-one. So that's a really great way to work with people one-to-one. Does anyone here work with students privately? Do you have private clients? And when you do that, when you work privately, it's a really great way to gain experience, to gain experience. And it's actually a really great business model. Like when you're first growing your business to work one-on-one -on -one with clients, let's say you've got a, a grand a month package, a thousand dollar package. You need five clients to make 5K. 
Yeah, so obviously you decide what's in the package, how many classes, if there's anything else that they get access to so that we can increase the value and the perceived value of that package. So that's where we need to be a bit creative. And that's where, you know, when you've got a content bank that you've been building up week after week, you have got extra value that you can offer to people and repurpose it in different ways. But this means that you can you can grow your your business faster yeah you can grow your business faster and these types of packages you know they're easier to sell and they allow you to get to know your audience inside out which means it becomes easier to sell online courses in the future like you can literally get started with this right now and when you're scaling to 10k and you're building out and launching your signature program and that's the point of the word scale when you're working one-to-one -one or teaching Zoom classes, you only have so much capacity, don't you? You only have so much capacity. Like there's always gonna be a ceiling on how many clients you can support one-to-one -one and how many um, Zoom classes you can teach. But when you work in a group setting, okay, so when you start to launch an online course, your signature program, that ceiling is lifted. The ceiling is lifted but there is a caveat and i've already mentioned it you have to have a community yeah you need to have done that foundational work that i've talked about you know the listening the validating yeah the the validation work the surveys all of that kind of stuff that you that goes into creating an online course the experimentation having a niche yeah growing growing with your content and everything else that i've talked about so you can see that, you know, not only do we have to have a different mindset at different stages in our business, but we also have the strategies are also different. Yeah, our approach, our approaches are different and we're making different decisions, we're definitely making different decisions. And, you know, also you might start to build out a team to support you. Yeah, a consistent when you're growing your income consistently probably going to look at how you need to bring in some support to support your growth. Building out a team, maybe starting off with, you know, a, a VA to support you. So that's definitely something you would be doing, you know, when you're scaling to 10K. And, you know, evergreen funnels, okay, so that might be a bit over the head and don't worry, but evergreen funnels will also likely be something that you're setting up in your business as well, because you can you can get to six figures, right? You can get to six figures by just doing um, live launches of your signature program. But having an evergreen funnel helps you to get it helps you to bring in new people into your business. And it means that you don't have to constantly be doing live launches throughout the year, which can also be exhausting as well. You know, and you don't have to have an evergreen funnel, but it's definitely something that if you're scaling to 10K, you'll probably be looking at. Um, so, you know, there's all of these different things that you'll be considering that you won't be considering when you're at the very beginning. Okay, so as we're leveling up, you know, we're getting new mindset upgrades as well. We can't expect to do all of these things on our own, which is why it's important to, you know, bring new members into your team and to get that support that you need. So an evergreen funnel is when you have 
let's say you've got a freebie, yeah, which I know a lot of you have your opt-in freebies. You have an opt-in freebie, and when somebody comes into that freebie, they, they download that freebie, they subscribe for it. They're now on your email list. And what's gonna happen now is they're gonna receive an email sequence which nurtures them and also pitches them a product to buy, a paid offering. So it might be some kind of online course that you've got. Maybe it's one that's like, you know, priced at $200, let's say. And so you can feed that funnel with Facebook ads and with the content that you're creating. And it means that you've got income being generated consistently in your business and i don't like to use the word passive because it never really is passive like you still need to be visible you still need to be creating content you still need to be showing up you still need to be relevant and have that level of intimacy with your with your your community and be building and nurturing those relationships there's nothing passive about that really um but, you know, one of the mistakes I do see is when teachers are like, I want to have an evergreen funnel, I want to have passive income. Don't jump ahead, don't, don't jump ahead of yourself. You look at that type of strategy when you're further ahead in your business and you've launched your program over and over again so that you've really gained understanding and insight as to what works and what doesn't work. Okay, so I hope that really today just gives you a bit of an insight into what's possible and you know just a bit of a clearer um vision of what the trajectory looks like you know on this journey like on this pathway that you guys are walking you know as yoga business owners and, and as, as visionaries in your business it's exciting it's an exciting journey and you know as i said you get to decide what that journey looks like for you and the decisions that you're going to make and what your vision of the future is you get to decide that, nobody else. And yeah, keep going, keep working on it, keep working on your business and striving forward and taking that imperfect action because you will get there, I promise you. Okay, lots of love to you all. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Yogipreneur podcast brought to you by Digital Yoga Academy, the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide. And if you loved what you learned today, please subscribe, rate and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action.